Hi, and welcome to First Up. This is the podcast edition of the radio show on 93.3 CFMU and at cfmu.ca on Monday mornings from 7.30 to 9. My name is Joe Marr, and uh, first off, thank you for coming along and uh, joining me on this episode of First Up. We have a special guest today, and I figured that I would jump right into the content for the podcast edition of this episode. So again, be sure to look out for this in a full version of the show on a Monday morning. It should come pretty soon, not long after this episode is released in podcast form. So my guest today is Emma Cook, who is a Canadian singer-songwriter who's been around for quite some time and has some releases, but has been getting back into tour very recently, of course, out of we all know what's happened over the past couple of years. Uh, And she'll actually be playing a show in Hamilton as part of her tour. And as of the time of the release of this episode, it would be not far after, about maybe a week or two, on the 25th of June at the Music Hall in Hamilton, right here in Hamilton. So here is that very conversation. Of course, I'll start with some music just to lead us in to give you an idea of Emma Cook's sound from her latest album, by the way, which is called Fight Left in Me. And uh, that, honestly, it's it's as fresh as it was released. And you'll never, you'll, you'll never believe it was released a couple years ago. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? But anyways, here's Emma Cook in conversation with me and you, of course. And I hope you enjoy this on this episode of First Up. Here we go. This is 93.3 CFMU. Joe Mar here with you, and today I've got a special guest who will be performing at the Music Hall on June 25th to uh, share some of her latest music. Actually, all of her music, I'm sure. And uh, just to talk about how life has been lately and uh, just everything to do with uh, today's special guest. And it is my pleasure to introduce to you Emma Cook. Emma, thanks so much for coming on to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so your latest release uh, technically is uh, from, not, I mean, it's been a couple of years, but still fairly fresh. Fight, Fight Left in Me is the name of your latest album. And I figure that that's something you'll probably be sharing with us uh, when you perform at the Music Hall uh, in actually very soon, on the 25th of June. That's kind of when you're slated for, right? That's right, June 25th. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice afternoon show at 4 o'clock. Oh, awesome, yeah. Have you... Yeah. Have you ever been to the uh, the music hall before in in Hamilton? Out of curiosity, I have not, um, and yeah, it's, it, I'm super excited to to come. I've played in other smaller venues in Hamilton, but yeah. never the music hall. It seems like a really neat place that they've created there. Have you have you seen photos of the space? Yeah, or kind of? I've seen photos and and I've read about about. The, the community around it so it's pretty awesome because to. yeah um i remember when i first read up articles about what that building used to be and how they decided to repurpose it so um it, it's actually i i myself have never been there before so hopefully i'll see if i can make it out to the show to be able to really experience that space because it looks like what they've done to it uh what formerly in case if you're listening to this by the way the music hall is actually a former church located in roughly downtown hamilton so uh and it's they've basically revamped it up, maybe done some restoration work on it, but it's basically uh, an event space now. And it's really interesting to see what has become of the place and now having music, uh, some artists come by, other shows, performances. I'm really excited to see how it sounds. So if if I get to see this show, I'm going to make sure to come out, Emma, for sure. (laughs) Because it'll be a a great, it'll be a great 
um, sound experience, I'm very sure. But yeah, anyway, um, let's talk about you, though, first. Um, if you maybe want to just uh, tell us a bit about yourself, actually, because uh, you've actually got uh, quite a story, I would say. Um, a lot of, uh, uh, you, you sort of talk about a lot about uh, how one significant moment in your life back in, well, I guess, almost 10 years ago now, uh, sort mm-hmm. of almost changed, uh, I guess, the course of your life, really, I'd say. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm I'm a singer-songwriter, and I, I started quite a while ago. Um, I spent most of my 20s touring uh, on my own, with a band sometimes on my own, and toured all over Canada, the States, sometimes in England. Um and then I slowed down a little bit when I had my first baby in 2011. Yeah. Um, and I was working on an, a new album when she was about 18 months old. I was ready to kind of put out the album and, you know, go back out on tour. And, and by uh, this time, you had already a few albums out, too, by the way. Uh, right? Yeah, I yeah. did. I had, I did. I had, uh, I want to say I had three by then. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then in 2013, I walked out of my house in Toronto and a tree branch hit me in the head. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. It didn't seem like that big a deal. I had, I had a bunch of stitches and I went to the hospital, but it didn't seem like it was a major thing, but, uh, it turned out I had a concussion and Uh I just didn't, uh, recover. Yeah. Sometimes people don't, and it's called post-concussive concussive syndrome. And yeah. yeah, it really did change my life for quite a few years. And, and even still, I have lasting uh, brain issues, which I've learned to manage. But yeah, I had to kind of stop music and just focus on recovery for about three years before I could get back to finishing that album. And yeah. 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 How's how's it been? How's how, uh, coping up with it? Has it been all right? I know now it's been, I guess, yeah, really about um, 10 years ago now as we speak. So I'm sure that, as you said, maybe there's still bits of it that linger. But how's it been now? I think uh, just how have you been feeling? Yeah, I feel I feel pretty good. I manage things in a way that makes it possible for me to live and, and do things. Um, I struggle with sort of like a chronic vertigo that comes and goes so again it's just something i have to manage Uh um but yeah i would say i'm i'm pretty pretty okay and you know things happen for a reason and uh we we recently uh left toronto which is where i i'm from and where we lived um to live in a smaller smaller town and i think we may not have done that if if this hadn't happened because I was just finding the city to be too stimulating and too difficult yeah. really with, oh, yeah. with those issues. And so, mm-hmm. you know, things happen for a reason and that's, that's it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I mean, of course, not only that now, I mean, I guess if we did this interview about uh, four, maybe years ago, uh, we definitely would have not have had an entire pandemic behind us too. So that also <laughs> probably would that would you say that also may have helped in this in a sense to sort of recuperate or, or anything, or was it more detrimental to you than beneficial? <laughs> no, not not helpful. Uh, no, because I have children. I think everybody who yeah. had children in yeah. the pandemic would 
say it was not <laughs> super fun times. Um, yeah. And of course, I also had this album, the one that, that sort of, I say just came out. It came out at the end of 2021, but because it was during COVID, I didn't, I couldn't do anything with it. When it came out, I couldn't tour. Um, so for me right now, it's a new release. I'm touring now. This is the first time I've gotten to tour this this new album. Yeah. But I had started recording it before COVID, and then I was like 70% done, and then COVID happened. So again, oh, I was in this situation of having... <laughs> having an album that was almost done and you know two years later anyway gee life is funny isn't it i know it is <laughs> so but honestly you know and, and that's kind of why i figured and i meant to emphasize b b despite the date that i mentioned the album being released it basically feels like it's just as fresh as it was if as, as if it was released this year so pretty much you can call it this year's release and now that you're kind of getting back into touring and uh and uh just performing live to be able to share the yeah. album you know and, and so yeah for sure yeah. that's what i'm going with i'm uh i had my first band version of of the recording um on saturday night so the, the tour sort of kicked off last saturday and oh, yeah. it felt amazing it was great and we've got a bunch of dates in june so yeah how was that show kind of getting back it, into it, it yeah yeah it was it was amazing i've played some solo shows you know but it's it's very different. This album was written. Um, it was written as a like it's heavy on the keyboard. It's he with the heavy on it, yeah. yeah with the band right. So it's it's totally different when I play it just with me and my guitar. It doesn't sound really anything the way that. I, the vision is, anyways. I see. That that being said, though, I I I cannot discount how well you play solo because I saw a, a video uh, that you posted, uh, I guess, fairly recently, where you had kind of just a solo performance on your YouTube channel, and uh, you know, working with uh, uh, working with uh, just just the guitar. I guess you had uh, um, I. And I really wish I knew the musical terminology better for this equipment, but the stuff where you can record sounds off your guitar, and then while that's kind of looping in the background, then you sort of play over top of it. And uh, mm. what was the song called? Let me see if I can locate it. It was called I Don't Want to Wait. That's what it was. There was a video of yeah. that. And seeing you yeah. do that to me was pretty amazing because of uh, just, it, it sounded very intimate, right? It's like, I think kind of the advantage that comes with playing solo as well, but just the guitar and what, it, it, it does give its own sort of nice intimate feelings so i really liked that video too um yeah 100 percent. and this tour i'm actually doing i'm doing quite a few shows solo and quite a few with the band and, and for me it really depends on the venue and sort of the vibe of the show like there's something so special about having an intimate solo show and people are you know quiet and listening and you can hear the, the words and you know you get a different experience sometimes with a band show you know, it's harder to kind of access the meaning of the words because it's, you know, it's loud, there's drums. Yeah. So it's, it, there's a place for both and I love doing both. Really. Oh, for sure. I actually yeah. come to think of it now that when you come to, to, to the music hall, I think that having the band, are you going to, I believe you'll be with the band there, right? For, for your music hall show? Mm -hmm. No, actually show? I won't. Ah, it, okay. Well, I may, I may have my bass player with me, but um, we will not have drums. We're in the music hall. There's multiple rooms and we are in one of the more 
it's a more intimate room and ah, it's kind of oh, yeah. more like a lounge. Yeah. yeah so it felt <laughs> yeah, more like a, I, I like see. a solo show. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so it definitely yeah. will lend itself to a more intimate setting. I see. Yes, exactly. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe one day, maybe you can also grace the larger stage and bring the whole band too one day if you ever have another future show at the music For sure. or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's great to hear though. I mean, I'm really glad to hear that uh, things have been going well, uh, kind of getting back into uh, touring and stuff. Would you say that this is kind of your first... Um, I guess larger scale bit of touring since the pandemic, uh, or have you already been doing whether it's local shows or other things like that prior to this? Yeah, no, it is. Um, my last tour was in 2019, where I I went out west for three weeks uh, touring my my last record. Um, so it's been, you know, COVID is kind of this weird black hole. It feels like it was not very long ago, but actually. <laughs> It was like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, time just sort of stood still for a while there. Oh, hugely. Yeah. Yeah. And then all but of a no, yeah. I haven't all... really played much since since COVID. I see. Yeah, but yeah, all of a sudden, of course, then as as uh, the pandemic unfolds and as we start to sort of navigate it, then time kind of picks up pace once again mm-hmm. and all of a sudden here we are now looking back at something going wow we went through a pandemic that was over three or four years ago now yeah <laughs> yeah what happened where was i like yeah. who was i yeah, yeah it was a strange time oh absolutely yeah, even 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 to this day i'm still feeling the effects of not knowing when holidays are from regular days or when yes. a day is not saturday or something like that because yes. I, I i remember for the longest time and i'm sure if you're listening you probably can relate to that i almost thought every day was saturday just because i was even if it was a full working or studying day i was just at home sitting there and uh, just just uh, basically felt like a saturday every day Yes, <laughs> but yeah, no. It's it's honestly just great to get uh, get back out there again, and so um, opportunities like this. Like I actually also have yet to go back out to shows. Um, the last show I went to was somewhere. Well, actually, no, it's been recent, but still kind of gradually getting back out into the show watching scene. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to you though. I know you've got a bunch of things. Also, um, actually, before we get to those, um, you were speaking about moving out. Uh, uh, sort of out to a small town, which I believe is Huntsville, Ontario, right? This is uh, some location a little ways north of Barrie, I think, if I remember correctly, if geography serves me well. How's uh, How have things been up there so far? Yeah, so Huntsville is the furthest north town in Muskoka, and it has about 20,000 people. So it's not, you know, it's not like a teeny tiny town, but it's, you know, coming from Toronto, it's yeah. a huge <laughs> yes. adjustment. Um <laughs> But I absolutely love it. I mean, I just, I just love it. My, my kids love it. Um, we traded in our, you know, downtown Toronto semi for a house on a lake. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a completely different thing, but it's restorative and the town is a really artistic town. There's a great theater. So tons of, really good musicians come through here and play. Oh. So I get to, you know, I get to see a lot of music. Yeah. There's a huge music community here, which um, I've tapped into. And um, I sometimes felt in the city that, you know, it's harder. There's just more people and more, I, I don't know how to put it, but there's almost, it's almost overwhelming. And so you don't, you have to work really hard to kind of find your community. Yeah. Um, whereas here, it's just a little, a little smaller, a little easier, and everyone here has been so welcoming to us and and to me as a musician. So that's that's super nice. Yeah. Um. 
and I just love the lakes and the trees and the granite and being closer to nature and and I can still get to Toronto in two hours and I do <laughs> to you know yeah. to get good coffee and see my friends and oh, yes. go to the vintage clothing stores that we don't have in, <laughs> in Huntsville. <laughs> oh man, do you, do you miss anything else uh, uh, in terms of like uh, retail or stores or locations or? I'm, I miss my friends, like that, my community, my friends, that, oh, yeah. that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing, obviously. Um, and probably like we have some really good restaurants in Huntsville because it's a, it's a pretty big tourist town, Muskoka. So there's uh-huh. lots of, lots of good restaurants, but you know, it's a small town. So there's only maybe 10 restaurants instead of Toronto where there's, you know, infinite. <laughs> um, so I miss, <laughs> yeah. I miss like sometimes going out for you know, a, a really good meal. But like I said, I can still do that. And I, I do go and visit, you know, once a month or, or oh, so. Yeah. And, you know, go out for brunch, go out for dinner, see my friends, and then back up to to my new home. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And at least, yeah. you know, you don't really have to worry about all the traffic as much, too. Just just maybe for the drive down and the drive, the drive up. down. But aside from that. <laughs> Let me tell you, every time... <laughs> I don't miss that. Every time I drive home to Toronto, I'm always like, this is why I left. I mean, it's not actually why I left, but I, <laughs> the traffic is, it's diabolical. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, it's honestly, and, and now that things are, are kind of coming out from um, the pandemic, I mean, it, it, surely there are more cars out on the road now. We're starting to see those traffic jams come back up again. Some even more fiercely than others, I think too. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I, definitely something that you, I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't miss a hundred percent. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think Huntsville traffic is, uh, is quite terrible. If anything, at all would it be? Hopefully it's not. not. It's <laughs> not. It's, it's. There was a couple of weeks ago, I had to go and get my kids uh, new passports, and I just had this panic because I'm so used to, you know, it's like a full day adventure in Toronto, right? <laughs> so I, I, I drove to the Service Canada. It took me like four minutes to get there. I walked in, nobody there. I walked in, went straight to the desk. I literally got the passports in like, you know, under 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Start to finish. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is different. Yeah. That's, that is every, that that's every Service Canada visitor's dream, I think, or even Service Ontario, whatever. Yeah. Just you walk in there. It's, it's like going to a fast food restaurant or whatever without, without all the lines, right? Just, just go in there in and out. I mean, for 15 minutes or so, which is still pretty good compared to like two hours, three hours standing <laughs> yeah. in line and waiting for your number to be called up, right? And um, But man, that's great. Um, do you also, um, so I guess like where, where you are currently, do you also have like a, a large sort of, where you live, does it sit in like a large piece of land or something that you get to enjoy it yourself as well? Or So we live uh, uh, in Huntsville, like walking distance to the, the main drag. But we're on like a kind of a quiet street that's right on the, the lake. Sunsville's mm-hmm. on a lake. Mm-hmm. Um, and our property is, it's not, it's about three quarters of an acre. It's not huge, but it's very well treed. Yeah, oh, um, yes. So it feels very kind of green and cottagey where we are. Oh, yeah. Um, but we, uh, we also have um, a forest property about 20 minutes away that we are developing into a a little eco cabin resort, which is, uh, which is, I go there all the time. So it's, mm. a, it's a, it's a huge forested property with trails and 
Oh wow! Okay, so yeah. you got you got all sorts of greenery surrounding you. Then, whether at all home, sorts of greenery. <laughs> uh, a walk away, maybe a slight drive away. I mean, I'm probably the whole span of Huntsville is probably very picturesque, especially out by the natural areas, if anything. So, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Is it? I mean, I'm also sure it's a great environment for us. Say, if you uh, if you ever need inspiration or just some kind of place to do any songwriting or stuff, is that kind of an environment you'd find yourself doing that as well, or? Yeah, I haven't actually because I, we got here and we've only been here for two years. The first year was still kind of COVID and moving in and settling in and now I'm touring. So I haven't actually entered that writing phase, but I think that that will be happening very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that that the nature is, is conducive to that for sure. And I'll I'll find myself in a quiet cabin and and writing oh yeah. i see that in my future for sure <laughs> there we go there we go and speaking of cabins i know you've also got uh, an initiative going there now is this is this related to those eco cabins uh, you were mentioning just a little while ago this forest cabins project i think is something that's coming up for you as well is it if you if you have anything more to tell about that yeah so in in um going back to the concussion for a minute so after i had the concussion i had this dream of leaving the city and going to a cabin. Like that was just this recurring fantasy, like just wanting to turn the world off and go to a cabin in the woods. Kept thinking about that. And then over the years, I talked to other people in the city who were busy and tired and exhausted (laughs) (laughs) and on their phones all the time. And so many people sort of shared this like dream of just being able to quickly go and unplug for a couple of days at a cabin. And so I'm I'm a bit of an entrepreneur, so I I kind of thought, okay, well, that's a thing, and and I want to do it. So we bought this this property up here um, near Baysville, which is in Muskoka as well, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a forested property. And we started the process of rezoning it to allow us to build tiny little cabins in the forest. And I was very naive, thinking it would be easy, but it was it was not easy to change the zoning and to go through all of the bureaucracy and red tape. And so we've been working on that for, you know, four years and we did Ah. finally get our, our rezoning approval, um, a couple of months ago. Uh So we are now a go and that is, yeah, we're building teeny tiny little fairly fancy, glass glass windowed cabins in the forest and we are trying to do it all net zero carbon which basically means that we will operate um without uh, we'll create create and sequester the same amount of carbon so right without additional emissions or anything like that yeah exactly oh for sure so it's it's all on solar and um it's going to be really cool uh if you know when we when we get it up and running Oh, absolutely. No, it sounds like a fantastic vision. And I mean, if you ever want to go, maybe have a show up there too, perhaps. And yeah, something totally. Like something for the locals or any, anybody who hangs by around those cabins and stuff. So let's say, hey, yeah, there we go. We get to see Emma Cook, who uh, uh, <laughs> helped uh, make this vision become a reality and just treat them all to some music <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, no, that's great, honestly. And uh, I, I mean, uh, yeah, any, any other endeavors or things that have been coming along aside from your music out of curiosity? Oh, that's not enough for you. <laughs> no, the the music, the cabins, and my my children 
you know, they take a lot of, a lot of yeah. time and energy. So yeah. that's, that's pretty much what fills my days. Yeah. Those no, three things. No, that's, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I realize that too. Cause of course, you know, having, having that family time is certainly very, very important. So and I'm glad though. That's really good. Hey, let's yeah. go, let's talk about the album really quickly. Fight left. And sure. that was, that is basically as, as I'll say about just as fresh as it was in, in 2021. And uh, it's, it's just, it was such a fantastic um, time when I listened to it from tip to tail and just catching all the songs. Um, how would you describe the album? Um, just from, from somebody, maybe uh, who was to sort of hear it for the first time yeah so i think i think fans of sort of modern folk or you know indie folk will will enjoy the vibe of the album it's it's there's some light synth sort of elements but you know it's singer songwriter vibes um it's about the the lyrics the melodies a lot of texture a lot of layering um and yeah, it's, uh, I, I, you know, this is, it's, it's always funny with, with albums, but I, I feel like it's my, you know, my most me album yet. And, yeah. Yeah. and I sort of, it's hard to put that into words, but you know, as you grow and change and, and as an artist, you kind of find a place where it's like, yeah, this is, this is my place. Oh, for sure. Um, and I feel like this album really sort of captures that. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and it really does, I think, and um, especially with the instrumentation. I remember we were talking uh, a little while ago in this chat about how piano was very well present throughout the album, and I know mm-hmm. for me it struck me the most, the one song that, that got me the most with the piano was Sad Boy, and just, just kind mm. of like the, the piano just going off the riffing in the background and all this very um, uh, very standout playing. I really loved it, actually. I really digged that uh, that sound. It was just such a fantastic song. Actually, probably I'd say my favorite from the album. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, it was some great <laughs> stuff. But of course, also coupled with some very profound um, uh, lyrics and, and just all the work that you put into it as well. Are there any people that maybe you want to shout out that uh, that helps you put this album together um, or any, any any musicians or anything along that side? Yeah, for sure. So the album, I worked with um, Andrew Rasmussen, who is a multi-instrumentalist. Um, he plays in multiple different bands. He, he's the person that played that beautiful piano that you're talking about. Ah, and he, uh-huh. he, uh, I, I, I came together with him for my last tour um, because I was looking for a keyboard player and he jumped on the tour with us and we, you know, it, it was just a, a sort of match made in heaven. I loved how he played on my, on my tunes and um, I respect him so much as a musician. And he, so I asked him to produce this record and he played the drums. He played the piano. He played all the synths. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So he's, he's, you know, he made most of the decisions about, you know, the instrumentation and, um, and mm-hmm. I worked with him really closely. Like I, you know, I usually do all my own harmonies and I yeah. sort of arrangements and stuff, but uh-huh. we work so well together and yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't sort of shout out to him because he was a huge driving force for how this record sounds. I see. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, mm-hmm. it, it really shows though, just everything, uh, you, you know, your vocals with the instrumentation just gel so well together in this album. So uh, huge props then to Andrew and shout out to him for that as a result, for sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, just any, were there any, uh, any standout tracks for you on this one? I, I mentioned Sad Boy, but I, I'm, I'm sure maybe you had some that uh, uh, maybe uh, stood out to you in particular. Yeah, I have a few favorites. There's always a few favorites. Um, I love the song uh, Tired, Yeah, which is the second song on the album. And mm-hmm. that was one of the songs that, that we sent in to Factor, who helped fund the album. Ah, um, uh-huh. you, need, you need to send in sort of test tracks to them, and, and then they decide if they're going to give you funding based on that. And mm-hmm. so... I have a special place in my heart for that song because I feel like it, you know, it won them over and I think it's, it's a great song. Um, I also really love the song. I will, I just, yeah. I just love the guitar riff that I wrote. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, good job self. <laughs> 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 and that one, I think that one's cool. And I, I just really like it. I like playing it. It makes me feel cool when I play it. Um, yeah, I really like some of the the lyrical guitar lines and things that you that you yeah. put into it. So it, it that, that it, that's true. It does come through in that one. Yeah, I, I like that one. So that's a bit of a new thing for me because I I used to play only acoustic guitar, and so my previous records are at least the first three are, are much more traditional folk acoustic guitar. Um, and then I got an electric guitar in 2019. And that's when I started playing around on electric, and and ah, so this album, yeah, okay. it was written a lot on the electric guitar. So I see, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a new thing for me, but I love it. Like a great venture, uh, sort of into that, and, and a great way to test it out and uh, put your uh, put the electric guitar to great use too, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Now, of course, we were talking about the pandemic, but would you say that any of would would any would, did that kind of shape anything on this album in some way, shape, or form? Well. I mean, not really, because I had written it before the pandemic started, which is sort of funny, because I know there's a lot of albums that were written during the pandemic. But for me, I I was almost done this one, and Uh then pandemic hit, and then I was just in this black hole of, you know, online school and Mm. just trying to survive, and... Yeah, so no, not really, I, I would say. Okay, yeah. so more of a release delay, more so than an actual impact on the meat of, of the exactly. album, actually. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I, I guess it kind of, you can count, I guess it kind of helped you in a way, you didn't have to worry about uh, any any additional uh, modifications or anything to have to do for, for yeah. any of the songs. But yeah, no, honestly, it's great. Yeah, I just, I was just curious because most albums that, of course, come around that time, as you said, may have had some, uh, the the pandemic may have influenced them in some way, but of course, yeah. I guess this this might be the first example I've heard where it's just been uh, just just a straight. It was just a matter of releasing it. So, but uh, yeah, no, that's, exactly, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. So, anything else coming up for you alongside this tour? Of course, you know we've got again the show at the Music Hall uh, here in Hamilton on the twenty fifth. A bunch of other stops around as well. Um, but what else is up coming up ahead? Yeah, so the tour is really spanning quite a few months. I start the first leg in June, and then I do have some dates in July, and then a bunch more in September and October. So that's sort of that's what I'm doing for the next bunch of months. And and then, you know, as I said before, I think I'll probably enter into a bit of a writing phase. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always a next album. There's always more songs that want to come out. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I foresee that I will be quite busy with this, this cabin development, um, once 
once we get started with building, I think I'll be, you know, pretty consumed with that. So oh, yeah, sure, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and we'll keep spinning your music here on our turn with, with Campus Radio and Amazing. other stations that probably uh, have your music for sure. I mean, yeah. Are there any, are yeah, there any, it's great. Yeah. Are there any stations up there actually uh, out in Huntsville? You know what? There is an amazing, um, there's, there's a couple of amazing stations up here. Um, <clears throat> there's a local one. I guess there's probably three. There's Hunter's Bay Radio, which is in, in Huntsville, and they've, mm-hmm. they've been amazing. And actually, um, the bass player that I'm playing with up here, he works there. Ah. Um, he does all the programming. So, okay. but they've been, they've been super supportive of me and playing my, my record. And, um, they're just amazing yeah. people. Then there's, uh, Canoe FM, which is in closer to Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's Moose FM. There's, uh, there's, there's a couple others, but yeah, it's actually, there's a ton of good independent radio around up here. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. And it gives you kind of that uh, little taste of, of all the local uh, content that's around too, or whatever gets submitted to those stations. So it must be a great listen for all those uh, great independent um, uh, stations and stuff, for sure, for sure. Uh, and of yeah. course, yeah, again, I mean, hey, we're, we're always going to have you you're back here in Hamilton. So <laughs> we'll make sure oh, to thanks, have your Jamar. music on there. Yeah, for sure, Emma. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah, any, any way, uh, of course, aside from um, uh, reaching out, or, or, or let me rephrase that actually, how how can we reach you? How can we keep in touch with you and that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. So Plug I have away. a website. I have a website, a website, emmacookmusic.com. Um, so all the shows are listed there, information to get tickets. I would say in terms of getting in touch with me and, and communicating with me, Instagram is my favorite of all of the social media platforms. I don't really love Facebook that much. Um, I use Instagram a lot. And I'm, I'm on there and I'm active on there. So, um, reach out on Instagram, follow me. It's also Emma Cook Music and, uh, you know, I get up to all sorts of stuff on my Instagram page. So yeah, oh for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'll say I'm pretty active there too. So you'll probably see me tagging you up when I get to this, uh, uh, to re- releasing this. And uh, for you Perfect. listening, you'll probably <laughs> you if you're listening and you know my show, you you'll know where to find my stuff. And it's always been on Instagram primarily, if it isn't on our station's website. So there's that. Uh, okay, one last quick fire question, I think. Well, before we wrap up here, uh, Emma, um, do you have any pets currently? Do I have any pets? Yeah. I do. I do have pets. I love pets. I have a dog, um, and she's my, you know, my ride or die. And I have a cat named Cactus. Ah. And uh, that's it. That's it right now. Just the two of them. Mm-hmm. So yep. <laughs> are, are you planning on any and on, on any any more down the road, perhaps? I'm always I'm always planning on more. <laughs> I'm always planning on more. I would have. I would have a thousand pets if I could, but um, yeah, we we're thinking of of fostering uh, kittens or cats because oh, yeah. my kids my kids just love 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 animals and cats. Oh, but that's awesome. We're not sure our guy wants another cat living in the house, but maybe if we fostered <laughs> kittens, that would be that would be okay. <laughs> I, I think something down the road will come for sure. I, yeah. I, I, it would be pretty awesome to get to hear and see maybe about him and stuff. But uh, yeah, anyway, hey, that's Emma there. And uh, once again, uh, she'll be performing at the Music Hall on June the 25th. Or maybe you might be able to catch her on any other dates of her tour, which is going to be continuing for the next little while. But yeah, Emma, thanks so much. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. 
And that's the conversation with Emma Cook, you and me. Hopefully you enjoyed that feature. And by the way, the songs that you hear or that have been featured in this episode are Sad, Sad Boy. That was the song leading into the interview. And this one that you hear in the background now called Tired. And both of these come off of her latest release, Fight Left in Me. My name is Joe Mar once again, and this has been First Up. Thanks so much for tuning in, and hopefully you have a great rest of your day. I'll catch you in our next episode. <laughs>